Hi everyone, welcome to the Live Journal Podcast. This is Arden Martin and I'm here with Paula Atlison. Hi Paula. Hi Arden, again. <laughs> again, we've been hanging out for a while but we decided to finally hit record and today we're going to chat a little bit about a really special offering that Paula is putting out into the world in just a few weeks. So tell us what you're doing and we'll get into the nitty gritty of it. Uh, well, thank you so much, and welcome back from India, which we have to talk about. Oh, yes. Your experience, because your eyes, I'm telling you, they're, like, <laughs> glittery. Thank you. Um, so, thank you for asking. I think it's uh, great for me to be able to speak about it, because I find that when I tried writing about the description of the cleanse, I try to be very edited and precise and to the point, but maybe it's not expressing what it really involves um it's a cleanse not only um focusing on nutrition but also other aspects of your life that need to be quote unquote cleaned up mm. so we don't we don't really do much if you just address what you eat you have to address how you move how you're living your life how you're sleeping you know we could go into relationships we could go so so it's a personalized cleanse. It's a very personalized, it's a group cleanse, but there's a very personal element to it because, um, yes, I will give you nutritional guidelines. I will give you a handful of recipes. I really don't like or believe in telling people exactly what to eat. Mm -hmm. um, I really like the idea of, you know, I'm taking a lot from yoga and, and from Vedic um, teachings where... You give people enough information, but then they have to do the homework. Yeah, it's um, about having the direct experience of something. It's not about believing something is going to work. Exactly. So I don't, I'm not going to, it's, it's not a type of cleanse where I would give you Monday morning, wake up and eat this and then drink that. And then, no, it's like, these are the things you should be eating. These are the things you should be eating more of. These are the things you should be taking out. Um, if you want to move, let's explore mm -hmm. what things attract you about movement and what things you want to get out of your body. You know, seeing movement as a, a very intentional practice, not just for the weight loss mm -hmm. of it or for the physicality of it, but how can it be a release um, of stagnant energy and feelings and emotions. Um, I feel like we've been trained to see exercise as this torture practice where moving your body has to hurt and you have to sweat a certain amount and you have to lift a certain amount of weight and you have to build some muscle and it's like that's yeah if that's your goal you can totally do that but movement can be so much more than that it can be so much more cathartic than that and pleasurable um, even. and pleasurable and it doesn't have to be rough and mm -hmm. intense it can be very gentle actually and have the same effects mm -hmm. um and not only looking at the dietary guidelines and the movement guidelines, but also really looking at things in your life that are not working. Um, you know, and sometimes I, I like to think of myself as a lifestyle designer, even mm -hmm. though that's a, I don't love the title, but it's a good way of imagining it is I'm not only going to show you how to eat. Um, I'm going to help you look at your life yourself. I'm not going to start picking. I'm not going to start, um, pointing things out but or i was prescribing necessarily no no prescription so it's something where by doing creative exercises breathing journaling i start helping you open up the layers and digging in and the reason why everything works in um in in unison is because you're cleaning up the diet 
to quiet down the body so you can listen to it better, so you can get out of your head and move more into your heart and into your gut. If you quiet, literally quiet down the gut because you're eating less stuff. Mm. Um, we're going to get you to move, to start making the space, again, to dislodge any of that stuff. And I'm going to give you tools, creative tools, to then start asking yourself the questions to go in there. So, you know, in the three weeks that we would be working together, it's really the beginning of that process. So I'm going to give you the guidance, the mentorship, the tools, the instructions, but hopefully you would continue the journey once we're done. So it's, it's, it's a really, it's a starting point. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason why I put this cleanse together and why I came up with it is because from all the years that I've been doing this with myself and clients and always approaching maybe one thing at a time, like, oh, you know, there are different times in our life where what whatever we're going through, whatever imbalance we're going through can be addressed either by a physical, um, tweak or by an emotional spiritual tweak so sometimes you need to meditate more and to be quiet more and to breathe more and to be more you know um gentle with yourself and there are some other times that you do have to go and kick up a sweat and eat less and you know like approach it in different ways but what i find that has worked for me and for my friends is when you really look at the whole picture together right and yeah. and you're really because you said that you're not prescribing you're not giving people a step-by-step do this at this o'clock do this at this o'clock you're you're educating yes. and you're giving people tools so that they can kind of they can kind of take it take it from there themselves once they've learned and once they've been exposed to a bunch of knowledge and a mm-hmm. bunch of practices and had the chance to try them out with your guidance then they just have an expanded toolkit Yes. So that as you move forward in life, because <clears throat> let's say something worked really well for someone during the period of the cleanse or the workshop, but you know, three, four, five months or even years down the road, what they need might be not what worked well for them during mm-hmm, the cleanse. Mm-hmm. And that's when they draw on another tool that you've educated them about. So you're really kind of expanding what people know to be self-care and giving them different things to try so that they're kind of set up to have more things to draw upon as mm-hmm. they go about their lives. Is that right? Yeah, it's it's really, <clears throat> excuse me, sparking that mm-hmm. interest. I feel like when somebody comes to you wanting to learn something that you're offering or wanting to improve something in themselves, they're ready. They've made the decision. They're like, they're looking. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I'm not, I haven't been feeling well. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I may not know exactly how I'm going to figure it out. I don't know exactly what it is that's going on, but you're at a point that you're open enough that you're looking. Let me look at this workout. Let me look at this coach. Let me look at a nutritionist. Mm-hmm. What, do, what do I look? What am I looking for? So that means the interest is there. I find that a lot of people, you know, some people do like that idea of somebody coming to tell you, I eat this. Here's the list. Hold my hand. Yeah and do this and and come see me in a week and we'll measure you and we'll weigh you and all this stuff but mm-hmm. um life life is a it's it's ever flowing it's in flux it's expanding it's contracting we change every day every minute you can change your mind and and sometimes we feel like when we start a journey like this whatever type it is 
we can change our mind. Oh, I decided I'm going to work out five days a week and I'm not going to eat any carbs and I'm not going to... And then three days in, you're like, oh, I really want to eat carbs or mm-hmm. I don't want to work out. And then you guilt trip yourself and then you feel like you failed and then you drop it mm-hmm. and then you start over again. So it's about being flexible. I think feeding that that desire to understand why things are happening to you as opposed to giving a prescription to fix, to put a Band-Aid on it. Yeah. It's not going to work. You have to want to dig in. You have to want to figure out why. Why do I keep doing this? Why have I been on 25 different diets in the last five years? Why do I try all these workouts and nothing sticks? Why am I still feeling X, Y, or Z? Why am I going home and drinking half a bottle of wine? You know, it's why, why, why? And when you start asking why and you start finding answers yourself, either by somebody you speak to somebody guiding you pointing at something you actually feel very proud and you feel smart you feel empowered yeah and and something that i also like to borrow from some of our teachers um in your in vedic you know and and yogic um philosophies is that you want to make people you, you you train teachers you don't have students you're you want people to know as much as you and then more yeah. Because then that's how you feed yourself and that's how you grow. You don't want somebody to depend on you. You want to, here you go, this is what I know. This is where I've read. This is how I study. These are books. These are tools. Go. Yeah. Come back and ask the questions, but go. It sounds like you really value sustainability. Yes. Right? And that's why, and that's what breeds self-sufficiency in the end. Because your approach is not an approach that's going to work necessarily short term or be a quick fix but it's going to empower people to you know, take control over whatever they want to take control of for the long term. Mm-hmm. Because the thing about you know, those more prescriptive approaches, whether you have um, whatever physical goal you have, let's say you want to lose X number of pounds or you want to clear up your skin or you want to get you know, stronger in your arms or whatever it is, whatever your goal is, if you had, if you were working with someone where they told you eat this at this o'clock, do this exercise this day, I'm going to hold your hand and I'm going to give you a minute to minute prescription essentially. I mean, that's what celebrities do before a big event, right? And it absolutely works yes. in the sense that you get that physical result if you comply with mm-hmm. whatever the plan is. But then, you know, that plan is inherently going to be unsustainable for the long term. And that's why diets don't work, right? We all mm-hmm. know this. Like, they work in the short term, but we have decades of life ahead of us. Mm-hmm. And as soon as whatever this short-term prescriptive thing is, is over, we're back kind of without without a game plan and without a sustainable tool. And mm-hmm. we're kind of back at the drawing board, which is why it's very common. And I think kind of why the wellness industry is so big is because we end up back at the drawing board over and over mm-hmm. and over again, because we're trying things that aren't sustainable or we're doing things where we're too reliant on someone or something else mm-hmm. besides just what our body is telling us it needs. And so we keep ending up feeling like we don't know what to do or where to go, mm-hmm. what direction to go in. Um, so it sounds like you're educating people such that they have enough tools to be able to draw upon and change what they're drawing upon over time as their systems and their minds change. Yes. Is that right? It's totally right. The core core concept is I want to teach you how to listen to your body. You can't listen to your body if there's a lot of noise 
inside of you mm-hmm. and around you. Mm-hmm. So that will be like the main idea of what I want to draw on. <clears throat> Tools being, eat this, this is better for you, this is not at this point, do this, do that. But, you know, it's... Um, Every, it's something that's been happening lately. I did the Q&A last week or I had a client that I met the other day and people tend to ask me, what do you, what's a day like for you? What do you eat in a day? And I'll share with you what I eat in a day, but what works for me may not work for you. It may not have worked for me two weeks ago and I may drop it next week or not drop it, evolve it. Mm-hmm. Because now I'm at a place with myself and believe me, I'm not in an... In, like the the end all be all perfection I know my body perfectly no the body's always going to be changing and the body's always going to be evolving and the body will change its mind and you may repair something but then work on something else so every time somebody asks me what I do in a day or what I eat in a day sometimes I, I, I can't even tell you because what I ate yesterday may not be what I'm going to eat today, if that makes any sense. And so also, I can give how you beneficial ballpark. is it necessarily for someone to hear what you eat in a day? Yeah. Because they have, may have a completely different constitution. Completely Their digestion different. may be in a completely yeah. different state. You know, they may be exercising a different amount. Yeah. Their nervous system and their stress levels yes. are in a different state. So I feel like, and that's the bigger issue, right? It's, that's the most popular thing on a blog or in a magazine. And, and I find it addicting too, to look mm-hmm. at what other people yeah. are eating. And I think that it speaks to this whole comparison trap mm-hmm. that we all fall into. And it really, it really shows that most of us don't know our own bodies well enough because if we knew what our bodies wanted and we knew what was best for our individual systems, we wouldn't care what mm-hmm. other people were eating in a day. Mm-hmm. So I think that that really says something big about like the collective and yeah. and where people are with with their relationship with wellness. You know? Yeah, and if if you are using it as a out of curiosity as a tool, like there's let's say there's somebody you admire a lot, mm-hmm. and you come across something where they're saying what I eat what I eat in a day or what I do in a day, and you look at it because you want to oh that person eats this vegetable or they take this herb or does this workout and you curiously you're like oh let me check that out like oh i've never heard of that i've never heard of that before let me let me see but you're not going to take the list and go and try to do the list because that person could be at a like you're saying at a completely different stage or have completely different needs and you know when we start seeing wellness as an umbrella very general approach we're going into the same issues we have with a medical system where it's an umbrella approach oh you have a cough you may have this these are the medicines you take Mm -hmm. or your hand hurts you need this you you know it's like no 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 I may have a cough because of a completely different reason than why you have a cough saying that I need to eat more green stuff even though I think a lot of people everybody should eat more green (laughs) stuff but for example protein Protein is a very personalized, and as far as how much you're getting it, yes, at, and and what, what are, forms, yes, and what are we told? Women need X grams, grams yeah. of protein a day, split into meals like this, into a certain amount of meals, and men need X amount of grams a day. Done this, and you see people drinking protein shakes and eating meat and eggs and all this stuff and it's like whoa 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 can you 
take it. I mean, I think there's like a rampant protein epidemic. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with, I mean, women, I can go into, I can go into many different things that I feel like we're just so misled, but we just, because we don't know, because we're not listening to my body, mm-hmm. you're listening to some other person's rules or, or things that work for them. Then you have people being completely blocked up because they're eating so much animal food. And, you know, and I believe, you know, talking, if, if we get specific at, uh, about nutrition, it's not necessarily about what you take out, like the bad stuff. It's also about what you put in. So you may be putting in too much of what you think is good or not enough. But, to, you know, there has to be a balance between, you know, I'm, I'm, I know I'm not, let's say, I shouldn't be eating too much sugar. You're taking the sugar out, but then you're leaving a bunch of other stuff and not putting in something to counterbalance you know right are you eating enough vegetables are you drinking enough water are you drink are you eating enough fermented foods are you do you have enough good fats in your diet like if you check off those lids lists that you know those those points it's okay that you eat a little candy and oh, it's yeah. okay that you if you want to have a hamburger but make sure that you have the good stuff in there and then you keep the rest in balance but protein has been put on that list of good things that we need to have if you're not a weightlifter if you're, not, if you're not in the need to produce more muscle fiber you don't really need that much protein mm-hmm. you know and that the type of lifestyle that we lead, live we and, and you know the digestive system it, that is very heavy so so for example that would be something i would have you look at so that's something that you would be educating people about exactly. right because a lot of people don't realize that i think the protein thing comes from you know these big um, I don't, I'm, I'm, the, the word is, is escaping me right now, but you know, for example, with the dairy council and pushing mm. milk on people, mm-hmm. there are different industries for, you know, different types of meat and big farms that it's in their best interest to put into the like public health programming that we see all over the place that you need X grams of protein a day mm-hmm. you need lean protein and mm-hmm. xyz and i think you're absolutely right the amount of protein that that someone needs is going to vary so much based on their age their level of activity you know again the the makeup of their body the way it is now mm-hmm. so i think i think it sounds like what you're doing is is really educating people about you know, you can't tell someone what they need. You can't mm-hmm. look at them and talk to them and say, okay, you need to eat this in a day or you need to take this out or add this in. But you can give people enough information that mm-hmm. they, knowing themselves, can figure out what's best for them. And you can kind of be there to guide them as they experiment. Right? Yes, exactly. So, you know, going back to the nutrition part, I would give you a list of things that I would recommend you have enough in a day. And that includes green, raw fruits, vegetables. Um, it, since we're focusing on the skin, you know, the, 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 the main uh, focus of this uh, group cleanse is the skin. Especially going from summer into fall is actually a really good cleansing season. But if we're not giving the, the body the space to do that all that gunk that's stuck in there will probably come out on your face. Like you see a lot of breakouts happening. You see a lot of weird rashes happening. Um, Because if it's not coming out one way, the skin is going to help you try to get the toxins out. So given that part of it, I would include, you know, I would teach you about foods that are good for the skin, that are good for collagen production, that are good for 
um, producing the right amount of oils for your body to lubricate and for the skin to be hydrated. And then I would tell you, I would have a focus on skins that are, uh, foods that are not good for the skin mm. because they directly or indirectly affect the health of your skin, be it in the gut or be it, you know, straight up things that irritate the skin from the inside. And, you know, taking a lot from Ayurveda for that. Things well, that are, and I think that you've timed this this cleanse really well because the season's changing right now yes. and according to Ayurveda during that transitional time that's a really important time to be supportive mm-hmm. to your body mm-hmm. um, you know the climate's getting drier and that can take a toll on our skin mm-hmm. so it's a really good time to be a little bit more mindful and maybe you know being a little more intentional intentional mm-hmm. about what you're putting in your body because what's happening in the weather um, and, in, and with the season is your skin is kind of at a disadvantage. Your whole yes, system is kind your of whole system. Is, is a little bit vulner- vulnerable yeah. during times of seasonal transition. So this is the perfect time to be kind of adding to or tweaking whatever mm-hmm. your whatever your personal routine is. Yeah, and the reason why I chose to do it at this time, I love October for cleansing because you're enough time away from the summer getting into true fall, getting into the colder months. Um, and I I figured a long time, it, it's been, it, it took me about three years to realize, this is before I got into really studying Ayurveda and, and what was happening to me. I started noticing that at the end of summer, beginning of fall, I would always get a crazy breakout. And as a matter of fact, I got it this year you've been living with me through this through my ordeal which i can document which you can now manage very separately easily. which yeah because now i know what's happening to me yeah so what what would happen is during the summer summer is a great season for me i feel really light and i feel really um vibrant i'm good with the heat um but then Surely enough, going into August, September, like the end of the summer, something weird would happen. Last year, I actually got like a weird rash mm. under my eye. It, it was almost not a burn mark, but it, it was burning. And I also got it on the corner of my mouth. And I was like, you know what? I'm eating clean. I am not drinking. I am exercise. I was doing, you know, checking all the boxes. Mm-hmm. And... I didn't know what was happening, and then I went to Pratima, my Ayurvedic dermatologist, and she was like, oh, it, it has to do with your constitution. Maybe right now you're a little bit too pita or something. And I was like, oh, I didn't even know about that, really. And by tweaking a few things and adjusting my diet, they went away. Mm-hmm. So this year, I, I, I was, and, and this has happened several years, but last year was the first time that I was like, this is the third time it's happened. And now, so this year, I was like, you know what? I'm, I know it's going to happen to me. I'm sure it's happening to other people. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have the tools ready to tackle it. And surely enough, when I got this, this year, what happened was on, in my jawline, I just got this, cra- in like my neck, this crazy rash almost. I started using the tools that I have, that I would use for the group cleanse, looking at the diet, What's in balance? Am I too hot? Am I too damp? Am I gooey? What am I going to eat? Am I supposed to sweat more, sweat less? What supplements I'm going to use? So it's, again, it's about knowing that your body reacts in a certain way to a certain biological situation and what you can do to, you know, to grab the wheel again. 
Right. It's not yeah. about finding what works for you, period, the end. Okay, I figured it out. Now I'm set for life. Mm-hmm. It's about educating yourself about, you know, different options that you have yeah. in all of those areas, movement, nutrition, you know, lifestyle, whatever, and then being able to draw upon them as things shift. Yes. It's about making yourself more nimble. Yeah. It sounds like your cleanse, it's not just an opportunity for people to cleanse one time and be done. It's an opportunity for them to do that, but also to learn how to like use all of those tools and all that knowledge that they're going to gain mm-hmm. and be able to navigate through the next yes. few seasons. Yes. And yeah, it, it's, it's nothing is cookie cutter. No one diet works for everyone or would even work for you all the time. From everything that you try and everything you experiment with, Keep the things that worked and forget the rest. So let's say if you try the paleo thing, maybe... Which I have. Yeah, we all have. I've tried it. That that does not work for me. I mean, I actually tried Atkins uh-huh. a long time ago, and I lost a ton of weight. This was, what, 1999? And Sounds like Atkins. I lost, time. like, nine pounds in a week. It was crazy, but I remember I was just eating bacon, burger patties... It was horrible, and I did not go to the bathroom for a long time. Yeah, it's a lot to digest. Surely enough, things backfired on me, but literally and figuratively. <laughs> but, you know, I can only imagine how many people are w- walking around that are not going to the bathroom mm-hmm. because they're eating too much protein, too much animal, or, yeah. you know. But something that worked for me positively from that experience was that I realized that carbs do affect me a lot. Yeah. So it's like, all right, the 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 ton of protein, and you know, went fast forward now until a couple of years ago when I tried paleo, it had the same effect. Mm. Rapid weight loss, no energy, no bathroom, and it's like. And I think uh, it would be worth pointing out, and you know, this is a little. Well, maybe by the time this comes out, you will have already released. You ha- did you release your episode with Nancy yet? Yeah. You did. Okay. Yeah. So people need to listen to that because she's oh, a full yeah. hydrotherapist and she talks about how often we need to be eliminating. Oh, yes. But what I would say right now for the purpose of our conversation today is if you're not eliminating every day, you will absolutely benefit you you will absolutely benefit from this cleanse yes because if you're not eliminating at least once a day and i think according to nancy she said more than once a day yeah. is what's it should be really the number of times you're having a meal yes. is the number of times you should be going yeah. every day um if that's not happening then there's some rebalancing that needs to be happening in the system and your cleanse would help with that tremendously. Um, Before we wrap up, because I know we need to stop soon, can you talk a little bit about the word cleanse and what what that really means? Because I think when people hear the word cleanse, it sounds like it makes me think of detoxing. It makes me think of taking things out. Mm -hmm. It makes, I think, it might make some people think a little bit about like restriction and mm-hmm. not being able to have X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Um, can you talk a little bit about what what you mean, what the word, what the concept of cleansing really mm-hmm. means in the context of your offering? So cleansing can have different degrees. Mm-hmm. You can have a very gentle approach to it. Um, or you can have a, you know, balls to the wall, I'm just going in mm-hmm. and I want to make a drastic change. Depending on where you are, you can take my cleanse in different stages. Mm-hmm. My approach is very step by step. 
again i give you the guidelines there are some things i would really advise you don't eat or drink just because they may be really affecting your well-being so if you're not willing to give up a couple of things for three weeks then maybe you shouldn't be doing that okay you know you can't have it all unfortunately and that's something it's meant to be a shift it's meant to be a shift and that's something that i feel like we're also getting used to is like oh i can take all this stuff up but then i can drink this or eat this or that like there are things that you know are not good for you and let's just stop them for a couple of days you know what i'm saying it's like you're gonna the be world fine will keep turning you will be <laughs> fine and then you can choose to include them again when you're done and the, the the top three are you know dairy wheat sugar and i always include the alcohol there mm-hmm. if you think you want to do a cleanse and you want to have a glass of wine here and there don't do it mm. Because the effects of the alcohol on your body and on on your detoxification system, organs, and pathways, mentally, the toll it takes, hormonally, is not worth it. Mm -hmm. You're not going to feel as great as you would if you just take it out. And then you can drink it again. It's fine. Right. But we're lying to ourselves if I tell you, if you tell me you're feeling like shit and I tell you, okay, take all of this food out, but you can still have seven glasses of wine mm-hmm. in a week. One cent, one a night. No. Yeah, it just doesn't, it it doesn't, just doesn't line up. And you know it. Yeah. So don't, don't BS yourself. Yeah. You know, just be honest with yourself. So if you're willing to give up a handful of those things for three weeks, three weeks being because it takes the body 21 days to regenerate, Mm-hmm. cell wise there's a cell turnover mm-hmm. it also it's a good amount of time to set up new habits but we'll take it step by step so it's thorough but it's not let's stop everything right now mm-hmm. it will you know the first week of the of the cleanse we would have still have some protein we would have fish maybe a little bit of chicken eggs if you eat that um, of course along with some whole grains and a lot of vegetable by the second week of the cleanse, we'll probably take the proteins out and keep some of the grain and a lot of the vegetable in. And by the third week, I would try to have you be mostly plant-based and mm. just see how you feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you break it down like that, it's only one week, one week, one week. So you didn't take out animals and grains and wheat and dairy and sugar at the same time. Right. It was like, it's you know, more manageable. Before we start the cleanse, start giving up on the naughty things. Mm-hmm. So, if, if you know, we're, we're breaking out. Same with... Um, the tools I'm going to give you to build a morning routine. You're going to have a whole kit, and it will contain tools to um, reignite your um, lymphatic system, which we've talked about before, to help you, your skin and your lymph nodes detoxifying. Um, there will be a custom-made oil that I'm going to make a, a blessed blend um, with essential oils that help detoxify and help the skin produce collagen and just regenerate cells Mm -hmm. Um, i'm going to give you some supplements Um, i'm going to give you some probiotics i'm going to give you it's like a whole thing that you can use you know but if you want to start with just rubbing oil on yourself before you shower and then you don't want to touch the supplements until three days from now that's fine right those you can you know everything is step by step if you don't want to exercise if you feel like you want to give your body a break and you actually just want to do a house cleaning on the inside that's fine maybe by week two you feel like you want to move and then we'll talk about it then Mm -hmm. um but 
yeah so it will be it will be thorough but it will be gradual and if you want to again if you want to go all in we'll do that we'll take yeah. everything out and and i'll have you you know you'll come out really shiny on the other side um regardless of which approach you want to you want to take that sounds amazing it's super comprehensive it's not just the information and the recommendations you're also giving people stuff fun stuff yes. to play with and try and, yes. and i think from what you're saying the key word is to play with it to try it yeah. nothing is nothing is mandatory nothing is compulsory it's it's exposure it's mm -hmm. education and it's experimentation it sounds like a lot of fun yeah and and we're gonna have a fun kickoff session where we would meet in person if you're not in new york we would do a live stream or record the session um do a little bit of creative exercise that would teach you about some breathing exercises teach you how to use the tools we will go over the manual do some sharing get to know each other because we're, we're going to be like a little group mm -hmm. uh, you know a little community of people support is very important a lot of times when we when we take on something like this and we're doing it alone it can be very intimidating so i like the idea of having people to share yeah. the experience with what are you going through this is what i'm feeling is this normal this is not should i be doing something um, and then each week we will have live group calls to share where we're, how we're doing, any questions we have. We will present some of the creative exercises that we've done. This may include making some art, cool. speaking about stuff, something to do around the writing. Um, and, you know, always hugging each other. And <laughs> we will and do, figuratively. yeah, and then we will do that every week. Um, and then you will we will be in touch as much as you need. So I'll be available phone call. If you want to meet, if you want, you know, it's, it's, I'm, I'm there. You're accessible for follow-up. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not holding your hand, but I will guide you as much as I can. Wonderful. But I will always encouraging you to figure it out. I'll help you, but I want you to be self-sufficient. Self it's all about the self-sufficiency. Yes. <laughs> I love that. That sounds amazing, Paula. Thank you. I'm excited about this. We still have some spots. I mean, we know I. I always say we. It's I. Well, it's going to be There a are some spots left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if you want to sign up, I am closing the registration on October 7th because that week before the cleanse, there will be pre-work. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want you to be ready to go into the cleanse having already, you know, a little set of guidelines of things to do and when I'm when I when it's closed it's closed because otherwise you'll be too close to to the date where we start and not be I want everybody to be ready got it so yeah. October 7th and we go to your website to register give us the link for that yes so it's paolaatlason.live and I'll put it on the on the body of the thing but p-a-o-l-a-a-t-l-a-s-o-n.live and you can go under the glowing skin workshop or cleanse and then you'll see the registration awesome. instructions there and it's a small group it's only 10 people it's very intimate nothing that we talk about or happens during before or after the cleanse will be publicized or anything it's it's you know it's it's a safe space Beautiful. for people to come and be able to to try to figure out 
Yeah, if, if you're feeling like, you know, you've been ready for a shift, but you haven't quite taken the leap or you haven't fully dedicated the space and the energy to really making something happen, because it's one thing to read about stuff or dabble in stuff or try one thing or buy one supplement, mm -hmm. but to really feel a profound shift, you have to dedicate the space to it mm -hmm. and you have to have a guide. I mean, mm -hmm. I say the same thing with meditation. You know, dabbling is going to be okay. You might feel something, but if you find yourself a teacher, if you find yourself a guide and you really commit mm -hmm. to feeling a shift, it will absolutely unfold for you. Mm -hmm. But you need to, to really take a little leap if you want the payoff. So yeah. it's, you know, good news over the course of our conversation, I decided that I'm doing your cleanse. What? So <laughs> I'm really excited to. Oh my God, I'm honored. Yeah, it's I'm so, be and great. I, I wanted to clarify something because it's important that everybody know, and thank you, I'm so honored, <laughs> but um, you will be able to do this while you work mm -hmm. and while you have a life. And if you're married, non married, kids work crazy hours, don't work crazy hours you'll be able to do this. So it's not like for the three weeks you're going to be in a bubble. Right. But I am going to show you how to create little bubbly spaces for you throughout the day because and again, that's important. that's what lends itself to sustainability, yes. right? Because it's one thing to go away and have this immersive experience, which can be very valuable, but then once you come home and integrate, you need to figure out how to make all of these new practices work in a busy modern life. Yes. It sounds like the environment that you're creating, people are going to learn how to do that as they go. Yes. So exactly. it's going to be amazing. It's going to be awesome. I know that you're available if people have questions yes. or they want to chat about things before they commit. Um, so yeah, I encourage everyone to do it. I'll be there. Oh my God. I can't. <laughs> and I'm you. so excited. Yay. We'll be back next week with more tips, more chats, more live journaling. Yes. And if anybody wants to ask any questions that you want us to speak about on the podcast, please email us at the live journal podcast at gmail.com. We're open. We just want to share. We really Absolutely. just want to share. So talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.